Welcome to the Women in STEM podcast, your go-to destination for exhilarating journeys through the triumphs and challenges of extraordinary women, shaping the world in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I am your host, Kelly, and together we will explore the stories of visionary tech CEOs, groundbreaking scientists, and insightful recruiters, and many more women. Making this podcast a dynamic showcase of global talent. Join me as we unravel the stories behind their success, offering a first-hand account of their experiences and invaluable advice at every stage of their remarkable career. Get ready for a thrilling exploration of innovation, resilience and empowerment as we amplify the voices of trailblazing individuals breaking barriers and building a future where brilliance knows no boundaries. This is the Women in STEM podcast, where inspiration and knowledge collide to propel us forward towards limitless possibilities. Great. So would you like to start off by first introducing yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, Hi, my name is Aloha Kemi. I'm a machine learning scientists working at a fintech company. Wow and for you that don't know I've actually met her prior to her current job and I remember when we first met at the coding black female um, birthday anniversary that they had and that was the first time we met and I remember back then that you were quite nervous and apprehensive around your career journey so seeing you flourishing and being featured in a book has been amazing and I wanted to know what has sparked your interest in machine learning and embarking on the journey that you've taken um so I'll say it 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 started because I didn't like the job that I was working in so I was working as a quantity surveying construction and um it was just it got to a point where I was like I I don't want to do this anymore so I quit my job um, and I didn't even know what I wanted to do I just I went online had a quick search on like best kind of industries and job roles to move into and I found like data science um and I was also reading a book at the time called AI superpowers and it kind of just um talks about data and how and the AI revolution and stuff like that so I was just like okay this (laughs) this could be good um and I just had a look at what I needed to do and started like I guess upskilling doing my did a coding boot camp and I I really enjoyed it and I I think during the boot camp I realized like I I really enjoyed the machine learning aspect to it because like data science is like you can have data analytics like business insights business intelligence and but I like the machine learning aspect to it so like building models that like create things like generate things and stuff like that so I pursued that and that's where I ended up. That sounds like a very like interesting journey and the fact that you took the initiative um, to quit your old job and to focus into getting into this career path but what has been some of the obstacles or challenges that you faced whilst trying to pursue this specific career path? Um, I'll say it's just, it's the knowledge, like it's a really steep learning curve. And so like doing the boot camp, I really felt like I was 
just in over my head the amount of information that I I had to kind of learn like very quickly and even still now my job like there's a lot of things that I don't know and I'm surrounded by very knowledgeable people like just experts in the field and again it can be overwhelming sometimes like just realizing how much you don't know you just have to keep pushing and and just keep trying to learn as much as possible I think definitely a lot of the listeners can relate to that I know somebody who's been working in tech now for like two years it still can feel quite overwhelming and I'm always having certifications that I'm trying to achieve and so they can also incur like steep learning curves um what are some like resources or like some strategies that you would recommend for somebody that wants to get more into machine learning but might be struggling or doesn't know where to start um so I'd say that then one of the number one things to do is to get get a programming language like you need to know how to code so like whenever someone asks me, so I get like questions on this on like on my social media and stuff. And I always say, do you know how to do you know a machine learning language? If not, like try Python. At least that way, once you once you have the, a base understanding of Python, you can start um like trying to build projects. And it's and obviously you, you need to learn the foundation of the foundations of machine learning as you go along as well but I've I don't know with me anyway I'm very much I need to be doing the thing in order to learn kind of thing so I think building projects is really important um and like and again with machine learning maths is very important and the math can be quite difficult so like I use resources on YouTube like stats stat quest for like statistics and probability free blue one brown for like calculus and linear algebra and they're always they're like very visual um in their explanations which again really helps me because I'm a visual learner um and there's there's a whole load of coding tutorials online that you can find as well and with regards to like machine learning and the specific um area that you're like working in um like how many different avenues of machine learnings are there like I know you're working like in fintech so how does machine learning relate to your role and how can it relate to other roles um so machine learning is very broad like you have like two subcategories of um, supervised learning and unsupervised learning so with the supervised learning it is like models that have the data that is labeled so you're trying to train a model to I don't know for example classify something to say whether this is a good review or a bad review but you feed it a whole load of reviews and say this is a good review this is a bad review um so it kind of learns from that and then you've got like unsupervised learning where there's data and you just want the uh, model to figure out patterns within the data so maybe that's like for trying to um, identify subgroups in your audience or in your customers trying to just categorize them and so that's an example of unsupervised learning so I work with supervised learning so I've been working with label data since like predominantly label data um 
since I started learning machine learning, we did we did do unsupervised learning in my boot camp as well. But I went down the path of computer vision in the boot camp. Like my final project was computer vision and it was using label data. And within that, you use something called neural networks. And again, it's all about recognizing patterns in the data, but you're giving it like label data. And I was, I just really liked the neural networks. I liked the whole training and just trying to make your model better. And that's, I guess, what led me down the path to where I am now, because I, I wanted to work with neural networks and I wanted to work with like labeled data and training models with labeled data and stuff like that. And um, what was important to me was the neural network stuff. And that led to me getting landing this role in uh, this fintech company. But what they what we specialize in is what we specialize in is NLP. So that's natural language processing. That's another um, division of uh, just, uh, um, machine learning um, and there were aspects from computer vision that I learned, for example, the architecture of the models that new using neural networks that I could transfer over to natural language processing, because that also uses neural networks. Um, and what we do specifically is extract data from text. So like you have a text document and you want to know uh, like loan amounts. How how what's how much uh, money did this bank loan that bank? And you're just trying to pull out all this all this data um, from the text documents, and it's called named entity extraction. That's the type of natural language processing that I work in. I know I've mentioned so many <laughs> different ones now, but yeah, it is a subset of machine learning. Um, supervised learning, natural language processing, named entity, named entity extraction. Wow, I've definitely <laughs> learned a lot from that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I look forward to doing a bit more research into that as well. And with regards to your boot camp, I know that over the past couple of years, boot camps have gained a lot of popularity. And a lot of different people want to do boot camps, maybe for software engineering or machine learning or on different um, topics. How did you like keep yourself motivated whilst doing intense learning? Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not disciplined. I'm not, <laughs> I can be very unmotivated. So I think that's the key. You need to know yourself and I know myself very well. So I knew that if I wanted to learn this, if I really wanted to take this seriously, yeah, I know myself. So I I just thought I need I need structure. Like it needs to be structured. I need to um I need to turn up somewhere. I don't I didn't want to do it online. I had quit my job. I wanted I purposely searched for on um in-person boot camps. So I would I would have a network. I'll be held accountable. I have to come in every day. And it's like when you're in 
when you're in an environment with people other people doing doing the same thing you you're just automatically motivated like you don't want to be left behind everyone's like racing to get through the challenges like I was stressed I would I would work I would sit in those lectures and I would work my ass off I'll stay to the end stay later after everything had done everyone had gone gone home I'm there trying to work through my like my my project questions because I don't want to be left behind the next day and and also you be put into pairs so you have to work with people I think the whole setup just it was what I needed otherwise it would be very difficult to it would have been very difficult to get myself motivated to to consistently keep learning something so difficult mm-hmm. and with regards to your journey so far what has been some notable like breakthroughs or something that you really feel like you've had like a great achievement that you would like to share with us well this this is like this is really small but I just I just thought about like how happy I was when when I achieved it so it was like during the boot camp we like my project was it was a group project and it was um again so generative adversarial networks very very difficult um project and again I was just grouped with geniuses everything everyone in my group was just very smart and very sharp and I I was just like I was really conscious of the fact that I just didn't want to be like a burden to my group and I would go home every night after and I would read papers like I would like read research papers on GANs I would write notes and I would just do everything I could to make sure that I could come in the next day and and contribute. And I did like I really I came in. Um, so we had like two weeks to build the project and I came in and I like we would do pair coding. So I, I would pair code with one of the other people on the course and I would help problem solve. I would say, no, we shouldn't use that parameter because X, Y, Z. Or I think that we should use this architecture because of this, this, this. Or if something wasn't working, I'll say, I think it's not working because we should have done this. And I was just, I was, I was very proud. Very, very proud of myself because it was, it was hard. That was, it was difficult, but I put in the work and yeah, I think that's something I'm very proud of. Yeah, that's that's very motivating to hear. And I definitely think that putting in that extra work can definitely help. And like with your career journey or like just with machine learning in general, what does career progression look like in your field? Um, I think it depends. I think it depends on your I guess it depends on your company because I feel like even even like your role differs from company to company so like in my company the company's very large very international got offices all over the world but my team is very small so I think like about there's like four of us on the team in London and everyone there has the ability to kind of like you can come in with a paper like a research paper and say I think this will be useful 
um, for what we're doing because of X, Y, Z. And if and if my director thinks it's good, if my manager thinks it's good, we, you will work on that and you will implement it. And I feel like in a lot of companies, that's, and this is me as a junior, in a different company, that will be like mid to senior level, being able to do that kind of thing. So I guess where I am now is probably, I, I want to get to, I want to get to that point. I want to get to a point where I feel comfortable enough to um, bring my own um, ideas and build projects. And I can do that now. I'm just, it's just the confidence that I, I need to build. Having goals in your um, career journey, I know that you're saying that you want to work on your confidence for your working on projects. Do you have like any action pa- plans on how you're planning on doing that? Yes. So they do this thing at my work where we have to, everyone in my team has presented a paper apart from me. Mm-hmm. So I am next up to present a paper. So I, I have to present a paper before the end of the year, basically. So that's one thing. And also I, I want to upskill. I feel like a lot of my self-doubt comes from just me doing a boot camp. Um, and Mima was like my one the one of the other people that they hired the same time as me has a PhD. My uh, manager has like two masters. My director has been in the industry for over twenty years. So there's a hundred percent. I have a uh, knowledge gap, mm-hmm. and I decided to do a masters. So I'll be doing a masters next year. So I'll just. Uh, level up a bit more wow that sounds amazing what will your masters be in in artificial intelligence oh okay and so will you be doing that like part-time or you yeah it'll be part-time I'll still be working full-time I'll be doing this doing it part-time in the evenings you're actually like I, I know other people that have basically done a very similar journey to you and then they've gone to do a master part-time and uh, kudos to you I've I've already done my master's and I did that full-time and so yeah I, I definitely think that when you're you know wanting to balance working and doing your master's uh work-life balance will definitely need to come into play and you're definitely going to need to be in your t's and q's but <laughs> yeah 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 no very true and like how do you I know you you've mentioned like research papers so it sounds like you're always up to date with the latest trends do you, do you have to go out and seek that information or is it just something that naturally occurs in your line, line of work um I wouldn't say I I'm up to date there's just there's so much there's so much going on so I feel like it'd be it's very difficult to kind of keep up to date with everything I think one one thing to do is kind of try and focus on your niche so obviously I'm in NLP and yes within the company within my team we try and um review research papers or like present research papers on um trending topics or just topics that we think will be relevant to what we're doing um, I subscribe to some newsletters. So I so there's one called is T L D R A I. Um, I subscribe to that. They have like a lot of uh, relevant information on what's going on machine learning. There's another NLP newsletter on Substack that I stumbled across. So I subscribe to that. 
um and there's like a there's like a question like it's like they send out machine learning questions every day um and then you can just you can kind of try and answer it and then it'll tell you whether or not and um, you've got the right answer and give you links um to read up more on the topics in within the questions and it's called by binomial b n o m i a l yeah and i subscribe to that so there's a few things i try and do like i find it really interesting so it's it's not a hassle for me great it it sounds like a very fruitful industry um slash topic like machine learning it kind of kind of goes on and on and it's just you know overflowing with so much information that I'm sure like one can never truly capture all of it like because it's always constantly moving I know like with me I like work in the tech industry and there's always new solutions uh, latest updates coming out so we're always kind of like learning new things and I wanted to know if you could uh, discuss with us a bit about your one of your latest achievements of, of being featured in the book, um, in uh, the Voices in the Shadows. I wanted to know if you could share like your experience with that and like how how did you end up getting featured in a book? Oh, oh yeah, so. Um... It, it was my friend basically it was my friend my, my friend shout out to Kat <laughs> she um nominated me to be in the book um which was really lovely of her and then yeah I so I got asked to submit a submit my story and then it was reviewed and then um I I guess I made it through I guess they like my story it was in, inspirational enough to be featured in the book um and then we had we had the launch event which is really nice and they just um they had like a room cornered off for everyone to come in and take pictures with the books like take pictures with their pages in the book and um I think they've got a reunion coming up soon so they've got another event where they I think want some of us to talk and speak about um I guess our stories our journeys I've actually had like a few people reach out to me um, on LinkedIn as well saying they bought the book and they they seen me in the book and wanted some advice on certain things or see if we can collaborate on projects and stuff like that. But I'm very busy at the moment. I'm so busy with work. And obviously now I wanted to do my master's. I went to Web Summit not too long ago. So there's just like a, a lot going on. Um, I've got my obviously content creation. I'm trying to put out content. Um, to just show people that machine learning is accessible and yeah so yeah I've got just got a few things going on at the moment yeah I think people definitely find machine learning very intimidating mm. they can be you know even be put off by the word alone machine and learning sounds like mm. a lot um but you have mentioned a couple of times around your co content creating uh you know, and that you're creating content, would you be able to share with us your Instagram page so people can go and follow you? Yes, of course. It's Aloha Code, so E-L-O-H-O dot C-O-D-E-S. And I would definitely recommend checking out her page. I, I love seeing you in motion, like doing your work, giving you advice. I find it really inspirational and mm. 
I hope more people follow your page and get to see how cool machine learning can be and that it is accessible to women as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode with me, your host, Kelly. I hope you've came away from this episode feeling inspired and gained so much more knowledge about women in STEM. Don't forget to check out all my other podcast episodes as they also have a wealth of knowledge on different topics. Please make sure to check out the description link for my social medias at Kelly underscore engineer on Instagram, as well as there will be links for other podcasts, as well as links to the podcast guests information. Thanks for listening.